Welcome to Campaign Chemistry, where we pick the brains of creative alchemists, business wizards, and marketing geniuses behind the world's greatest brands. Gino Schellenberger, Senior Communications Manager at Havas Chicago, sat on the Campaign U.S. Big Awards jury last year, evaluating the consumer packaged goods, entertainment, and experiential hybrid categories as an early career professional. At the time, he was a Communications Manager at Havas Chicago, joining agency life only a few short months prior. Evaluating and helping to award some of the best creative work across the sector was one of his formative industry experiences. Now, Schellenberger is responsible for growing the Havas brand, overseeing PR efforts for all Havas Chicago clients, and managing internal communications for the agency. No stranger to podcasts, he is also the founder and host of Breaking and Entering, a weekly podcast that helps aspiring advertisers break into the industry and thrive when they get there. He has hosted interviews with advertising professionals, including Greg Hahn, founder of Mischief at No Fixed Address, Seth Gaffney, founder of Preacher, Myra Nussbaum, president of Havas Chicago, and Rob Schwartz, chair at TBWA New York Group. Allison Weisbrot, editor of Campaign US, was also a guest on the show. In this episode, Schellenberger chats about his experience judging the big awards early in his career. He shares what he learned from the experience and the value it has added to his career. He also shares advice for future jurors, as well as what he hopes to see from the awards this year. I'm Sabrina Sanchez, creative editor at Campaign US, and you're listening to Campaign Chemistry. Hey, Gino. Hey, Sabrina. What is good? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited for this podcast episode. The big awards are so exciting. Um, And I'm happy to be talking to you about that today. So, you know, you had an interesting career. You did the big awards while you were pretty young, early in your career in advertising. You're currently senior manager, but before that, you were communications manager. Can you just tell me a little bit about that experience before we get started? Yeah, maybe the big awards had something to do with that promotion. So I'll give my kudos to that. But yes, so I started off at Havas a little over a year ago for Chicago specifically. Internal, external comms. I really think internal, external comms, if you can get in that role for anybody listening, it's a beautiful role within an agency. There's a few people that do it, but that means all the PR and then award show entries. So we'll talk about that. But on the internal side, uh, that's everything fun. Culture and yeah. internal communication. It just, you, you can shape so much of of the agency experience, which is so important for creative work. So I'm really, really blessed and, and fortunate to be in this role. But now I, I work with a larger team. They're based in New York. I'm still in Chicago. I help out with, with our Boston location, which is known as Arnold. They're known for their Dr. Mm-hmm. Rick campaigns that you'll probably see in the big awards or these other, other award shows. Uh, so they're great as well. But we all kind of work together now at a North America level with our team. That's awesome. Did you always know you wanted to pursue advertising? Always. I'm very, very like lucky or cursed, however you want to, <laughs> however you want to view it. Yeah. Uh, just from like senior year of high school, uh, I kind of told my dad that I wanted to study advertising. He's like, nope, you should do accounting. I'm like, maybe, maybe. And maybe then I not. studied advertising <laughs> in college. So right. I was pretty lucky for that. That's and he's awesome. happy. He's proud now. I made it. That's awesome. He should be proud. Well, so, you know, this is interesting because I'm a Gen Z. You're a Gen Z. Is that right? Yeah. I think I'm like 97 or like older end of the Gen Z. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're a Zillennial. I I recently learned that term. So a Zillennial is someone that is considered Gen Z, but also has like millennial associations and memories. I mean, I still remember my Rugrats orange tape. I still have it somewhere. Let me quiz you real quick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Um, when I, and this for everybody listening as well, this is a true test of millennial versus Gen Z. If I say the, the song lyric, shake it, what song do you think of first? Ooh. Well, I think of Shake It Off by Mariah Carey. I think that's Taylor. So, so I think it was, uh, maybe I said it wrong, but it's like Metro Station, like Shake, Shake. You know, it's talking about Metro oh, Station. Oh, my goodness. Of that, course. Or it's like Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture. <laughs> I feel like that's that could be too. Oh, my God. Jesse McCartney. Wow. You just took me back. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Well, gotcha. so, you know, this is interesting because um, the big awards is all about Gen Z being in the jury, being part of the awards process. And I want to honestly jump into that. But before that, I want to play some games with you. Let's do it. Because I think Gen Zers are, you know, have their finger on the pulse. Us zillennials, whatever you want to call us. And there's a lot of stuff happening right now. And I feel like you can. I will represent all of Gen Z in right. this one game. So put it all on me. Okay. I love the I love the accountability. I love the heat. Love the pressure. So it's all on. Let's let's do it. All right. Awesome. All right. So the first game. I'm going to name some categories or some things uh, that you need to describe or name, and you'll have about five seconds to respond. So the idea is that you respond with whatever comes to mind first. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, so we're going to get started with describe a recent ad that you've seen and you've liked. Well, one that comes top of mind is the the Grand Prix winner. I feel like it can. It's with the gecko, that lizard that Apple did TBWA Media Arts Lab, I believe, where it was showcasing the lizard dying and then coming back to life with the edit (laughs) function. So that one definitely comes to mind first. Awesome. The next one is name your favorite brand on social media. I'm not going Wendy's. I'm not saying Wendy's. (laughs) Everybody wants to say Wendy's first. Um, I like maybe Moon, Moon Pie. Or Wendy's, those two. Why? I'm curious. I don't know. I just said that. I feel like they just, (laughs) on threads, on threads there, I think they were like the first one that were active. I was just thinking about threads, like who actually like came up to it and actually did anything, like said anything on it. Fair enough. Okay, good one. All right. The next one is name a weird TikTok trend happening right now. Oh, a weird TikTok trend. Um, my algorithm's different. <laughs> mine is just, mine yells at me. I've trained it to yell at me to be more productive and then I get off it. So I don't know if that's your algorithm too, but mine just tells me to get off the app. Okay. All the time. Yeah. All right. I can name a TikTok trend. What do you got? A uh, girl dinner. Oh yeah, girl dinner, guy <laughs> dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little nervous, but yeah, for sure. That's def- what's your girl dinner? Uh, it's definitely nuggets and fries. It's like a series of sides, right? Isn't yeah. that like the stereotype? Right. And then guy dinner is like their favorite takeout place, like Chili's. <laughs> it could be. I just thought of that Vine. Welcome to Chili's. Oh, we could talk about Vine references all day. I love Vine. Yeah. You made me drop my croissant. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. 
We don't think in terms like movie quotes, like some older generations. We just do like Vine references. Yeah. TikTok is the modern Vine, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're on the, the cusp of both. Yeah. Exactly. So the last one for this category is name a brand that's doing a good job on threads. First one that comes to mind. Yeah. I, I posted some pretty funny stuff like the first day <laughs> of threads. So I'm going to say my personal brand, uh, okay. Gino underscore Shelly. And then I also responded with Havas's account I just created real quick. And I was talking about my shoes. So Havas and my own personal brand is my final answer. Wow. Shameless plug. I love that for you. Yes. Cool. So the next game that we're going to play is this or that. So you have to choose one or the other as quickly as you can. You ready? You got like three seconds, more or less. First one, X or Threads? Threads. TikTok or Reels? TikTok. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. Barbie or Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. (laughs) You took a little long on that one. I'm curious, why Oppenheimer? I haven't seen either of them yet. Um, I don't know. I just think it's cool. That actor, what's his name? Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. He seems like they did a good job. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm not the target demographic for Barbie either. <laughs> Barbie's for everyone. Is that Ken song really good? Like, do you, is that a shtick? Do people really no, like that? No, it's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. How can you not love him? I know, right? It's a dream boat. <laughs> yeah. The Kens were awesome. You should watch it. I don't want to spoil it. What order did you see it in? That would have been a good question. Barbie was first. Do you think that was the right way to go? <laughs> Probably not. No, it's definitely a mood switch. <laughs> did you do it in one day or did you? Uh... No, no. I split it up. That I mean. You didn't do the Barbenheimer? No, that's like five hours in a theater. <laughs> Can't do it for that long. You do a back to back? We used to do that as kids growing up, but I don't think you can do that anymore where you pay for one. No, I'm old. I'm old now. Yeah, I'm in bed by 10. That's late. (laughs) I'm sleeping by nine. (laughs) All right. Last game. Back to the good stuff. Guess that brand. So I'm going to give you a description of a campaign and you have to guess the brand that did it. So this one, you have 15 seconds to respond. That's a long time. Make it 10. Let's make it 10. Okay. Do we awesome. have a countdown here? Do we have a buzzer? Yeah, we have a, we have a countdown. Okay. And then we'll either ding or buzz. All right. So are you ready? Yeah. All right. This brand recently released a purple shake for its mascot. McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's correct. The next one is. This brand created a meal in response to their girl dinner trend on TikTok. Oh, I know this. Um, Popeyes. Correct. You got it. Let's go. (laughs) All right. So the next one is this brand is giving away free product if you purchase it with rum. Purchase it with rum? You're out of time. Um, cereal. No, nope. sorry. Rum cereal. That could be interesting. You know how these brand collabs. This is interesting. This is actually Pepsi. Um, and it's part of their Better with Pepsi campaign. So have you heard of this? 
No, I haven't. This is interesting. Okay, so let me tell you about this. So this is actually the second iteration of this campaign. The first one is, I don't know if you know, but in uh, QSR restaurants, Burger King, McDonald's, whatever, they only serve Coke. There's no Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So the idea of this campaign is that your food, your favorite, I don't know, meal combination or whatever is better with Pepsi. And what they did was they took competitors' bags So Burger King bags, McDonald's bags, and they folded it using an origami artist to find the Pepsi logo. Yes, I remember that. Okay, so this is better Mm -hmm. with Pepsi. So now the new iteration of the campaign is that instead of getting a rum and Coke, you get rum and Pepsi. And if you order that, the Pepsi is on the brand. So they'll pay for your Pepsi. Hmm. Fun stuff. That is fun. Yeah. Pepsi wants us to drink more. Pretty much. I hope you like Pepsi. All right. So we got one more for Guess That Brand. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a really good one. So this brand is giving away free concert tickets in a Threads sweepstakes. Free concert tickets. Um... I'm going to go with, let's go Nike. I'm not sure. Why not? Sorry, it's Chipotle. Okay, explain it to me. All right, so Chipotle launched Get in the Pit sweepstakes on Thread. So the idea is they want people to get into the pit of the hottest concerts of the summer. And so they're doing a sweepstakes on Threads uh, to give away tickets to some of your favorite concerts, festivals, whatever, throughout the summer in partnership with Avocados from Peru. This makes sense. The pit. Yes. I'm seeing the, the connection here. Exactly. You should have brought that in the question there, a little context that would help me out if well, I asked for a hint. Can't give it away. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, this this sweepstakes has been going on, and um, they're basically going to give away a total of, I think, 13 winners and their plus mm-hmm. ones. So what is that, 26 tickets? That sounds right to me. Yeah, I can't math, but... Uh, that's why I'm in advertising. Right. <laughs> I love it. I know. I think that's great as well. So that's on threads exclusively? Yep. It's on threads. Okay. So, Are you posting on threads? Are you on it? I'm on threads. I am living my Barbie girl dreams on threads. I'll follow you. At this point, I've blended my, you know, professional and my personal personalities. I can't keep them separate anymore. It's too much. Nor should you. That's why you got hired, to be yourself. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for playing. Those were all three games. And we should probably get into the episode now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for that. Got to study up a little bit more. Yeah, well, it's a lot of news coming out all the time. This is why Mm -hmm. you should subscribe to CampaignLive.com. That's right. Campaign US. So let's talk about the big awards. You were a juror last year. At the time, like we mentioned, you were a communications Mm -hmm. manager at Hava Chicago. That's right. What was the experience like? What categories did you judge for? Talk to us. Yes. So this is really great because I just started out at Havas. And this came across my inbox and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll definitely try this out. And I got in. So that was really, really awesome. So throughout the process, I was in the judging room for consumer packaged goods, entertainment, and experiential and hybrid. And this was all kind of a whirlwind because I was still starting out at Havas. I was like my first real big agency experience, still is. And my job, like I've kind of alluded to before is to submit these awards and to get PR and press for the agency. 
So this was super helpful to be in the room where we have experienced judges and some folks that are relatively new to the industry. Just that atmosphere of being in the room, you learn so, so much on how people think and judge creativity. Uh, I never considered myself a creative. I still don't. But now I can see like the what the the process that that dictates a good idea. So just that learning experience in these different categories, I believe at a high level, there was like a first round where you go in and you like put your scores and you view the case studies on your own and you put your initial round scores. And then the second round, you actually got into a live virtual room. I think it was via Zoom and you went through each case study and you guys, we deliberated and then scored it accordingly and individually there. So they tallied up the scores and uh, awarded those. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like to be a part of such a big process like that? Like the stakes are pretty high, right? Yeah, but I didn't feel too much stress because I felt like if I was selected to be there by your amazing team, then I knew like just trust the process. And then also mm-hmm. I, at moments when I was shy, which was most of them, uh, I can really just step back and listen. And then when it came to my turn or felt like I had to say something, uh, this room was welcoming. Right. And they wanted to hear what I had to say because I have that different perspective than these established jurors. They wanted to see what Gen Z thought about these campaigns. So I felt like my voice was appreciated when I did speak up. I'm not going to say I was talking the, the entire time, but when I did, I felt comfortable. Yeah. I'm actually curious to hear a little bit about what your discussions were like with fellow jurors. You know, for those who are listening, the big awards, most of the jurors for these awards are entry-level junior employees, Gen Z, mm-hmm. and they're guided by senior jurors or people that have been in the industry. So just curious what those discussions were like and, you know, some things that stuck out to you. Super organic. What I liked was when the entry-level jurors might have had like lack of experience because we haven't seen all these, like we haven't seen years of campaigns. So not in a specific example, but let's say we, we really liked the X idea. And then the senior jurors, like this has been reiterated, this has been done before, just with that basic experience in those years, prior years of experience can can give us some insight. Like this is a a redo idea or or then also like helping us figure out like is this truly speaking on behalf of the brand and is this meaningful uh or is this kind of a stunty-esque item mm-hmm. too so helping helping us steer that conversation and change some perspectives healthy debate in the room stuff that you would expect and and that was really interesting as well the ability to debate I guess in society right now, we kind of tend to think about politics and that never goes well and it's gross. But when judging creativity, it is a lot better and a lot healthier and a lot more interesting, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those those discussions, I mean, I've sat in on them as a moderator and Mm -hmm. they do get really interesting. Right. And you kind of hear about how people are passionate about certain things or they certain things they noticed. Uh, So it does get really interesting. So. What are some examples of work that was submitted that was re- that really struck you or things that you were like, you know, you knew right away, like this is going to win or were you surprised by anything? Uh, any of the winners? You know, I, I do recall. So the consumer packaged goods category, this is interesting. Um, the, the winner ended up being the Tropicana toothpaste, that mm. hybrid of orange flavored toothpaste. 
And to me, the idea was so, you know, it was a funny idea. But now that I'm looking back, like, and I don't recall exactly, but I, I forget what the ongoing cultural conversation was. And like, was this more just of a one-time stunt to get attention or is this actually like rooted in something meaningful? And was that even the conversation? So that toothpaste activation or stunt, if you will, that one stuck out. And I don't recall exactly what happened in the room because it was quite a bit ago. Mm. Do you have, do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. I remember thinking uh, it was based on a real insight of like, when you drink orange juice after brushing your teeth, it's just, mm-hmm. it just does not taste right. And I yeah. was like, well, they're onto something for sure. Yeah. But I, w- I will say, it, I mean, I don't think that was real. It was probably just yeah. a couple of toothpaste that were produced and never saw it again. Mm-hmm. So that one definitely stuck out as one of the things that we talked about. Um, I'm trying to think too. I want to look up what the experiential was. Patreon, digital platform, one. Yes, this was offering tools for content creators to run subscription services. They ran an event in Austin's Red River Cultural District. I think this was work in progress. Um, celebrating the, the creative process, thought, and exchanges behind the engaging content. Yeah, I I thought that one was interesting as well. But yeah, I think you have to be in the room. And we can talk about it all day. But just experiencing those conversations really opens up so much insight and some knowledge on on these juror rooms. Because a lot of times, like when you're junior, they can be a mystery. It's like being in the room where it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're always kind of locked out, uh, or we don't know what goes on in there. So this is the perfect opportunity and gives you confidence later on in your career that you do know what you're doing. Like it defeats that imposter syndrome as you're just starting out. That yes, you are in a, you were a judge for an esteemed award show. So I definitely think it's a, a great opportunity for people to, to to consider. Yeah, I love that you said that, that it kind of gives you insight into the room where it happens, right? Because I think mm-hmm. for a lot of us younger folks, you feel like you have to be certain Wait. couple of years into your career in order to make mm-hmm. it there. Um, so it is amazing that you had that opportunity with us. And we were very yeah. lucky to have a, a nice cohort of Gen Zers doing the judging and now have insight into these campaigns. Um, But we talked about at the top of the call that, you know, this has also Mm -hmm. helped you in your work now uh, submitting for awards. Talk to me about that. So much so. First off, it starts off with the confidence level. Um, When you have that and people know that you're in this and you guys also do a great job where you highlight um, a majority of the, the, the jurors via article. Right. You guys write an article, you, you know, so I think that's really good to get some PR for everybody that's involved as well. So that just kind of helps your identity and helps give you some credibility and then confidence later on. But for me specifically, yes, you're exactly right. So m- my job now is to oversee the awards process for specifically Chicago. And I help out a little bit with Arnold. So when I when we do talk about, OK, we have a show coming up. What are we going to enter? What categories are we going to enter? I can now identify, uh, I can really kind of put the pieces together and, and look and envision what that conversation in the room will be like. Will this work that we're trying to submit for this X category? Will this actually stand a chance? Is it the right category? So category identification and then also 
gathering the submission materials and writing those materials for that category as well. Right. So super beneficial for the PR role. But I'm assuming it's also there's so much value for creatives, right? If you're a copywriter or art director, you can see what won and what what how the creative ideas were falling flat and how you can improve your writing, your, your case studies and the original idea generation from the start and the concepting, you can take those lessons in the room and apply it to those early stages of concepting as well for creatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, because, you know, one of the bigger takeaways, I think, that we've heard from Gen Zers and, and you mentioned we do feature them in an article, Meet the Next Generation. Go check it out on our website. Yep. One of the the interesting takeaways that they mentioned to us is that it helps them improve their work. Yeah. And just sitting in on those conversations, you know, hearing what other people have to critique uh, or what they really loved and, and they can bring back those elements. So, yeah, it's a it's a really amazing opportunity. And, you know, we're actually in the process of nominating and selecting our jurors for the next awards. So I'm just curious, do you have any advice, takeaways, things that you just feel like you learned from the process that you want them to know? For their application? For their application or even just preparing when the judging process begins? Yeah, yeah. I think, first off, know that it's a great opportunity and you should definitely take the time to apply and, and, and then see if you get in, right? I think that's first and foremost, generating awareness and then also that it is going to provide a lot of value in your career, maybe help you get promoted. I think that's, you know, to thrive in this industry is the goal and to do this long term. So first off, apply. And then also when you get in there, just keep an open mind if you're and and don't be shy. Uh, It's very simple advice. Do your homework, read, watch the case studies, write down your ideas on what you liked and what you didn't like about the campaign and bring those into the discussion room and then and then yell out what you think. And listen, it's just if you do your homework and and you prepare well and you provide a POV, just like we preach about in my podcast and what I'm sure you preach about, it's all about getting confidence in your perspective. And this is a really good test and strengthening exercise to vocalize whatever you're thinking. Yeah. No, that's really good advice. I would say for me, for anyone listening, if you're a Gen Zer, don't have imposter syndrome. Uh, you deserve to be in the room. You're in the room for a reason. So, yes, definitely speak up, you know, raise your voice, tell people what you think. Uh, so that's that's really good advice. Thank you for that. Just curious, is there any kind of brand agency organization that you would like to see nominate their Gen Z talent to be on the jury? Well, I got I got Havas taken care of. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give a shout out to make sure that you select Mary Adam. She's a, a copywriter here in, in Havas, Chicago. Fantastic. Wei Ting is an art director and Hayden Goring is a copywriter as well. He's junior, so is Wei Ting. So we got to get them in the room. So there's my shout out there. <laughs> but yeah, I think anybody in agency side, all your big agencies, all your small agencies, we should have some representation in the room. Brand side, whoever, I think, Let's get Apple in there. Let's get a Nike in there. Let's get the big brands in there. Let's get um, just diverse representation from all different industries and fields and different agencies as well. But Havas is covered, so don't don't you worry. All right. Well, if anyone at leadership at Havas is listening, he did his homework. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's doing his job. Awesome. So 
now I'm kind of switching gears a little bit. Did you go to the big event last year? I did not, but I want to give a shout out to Mariana, who is um, our co-coms lead in New York. She represented Havas. She lives in New York and she was able to make it and we can get her on this show as well. But um, I believe it was, you know, just nothing but great things on her end as well. But I cannot speak to to going to the event. Do I regret it? Absolutely. Was I nervous to ask and being like one month in? Yes, I will be completely transparent, just trying to get the lay of the land. But if I judge again this year, I will definitely make an effort to get out there and 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 show up to the to the event. Fair enough. Well, I mean, no harm, no foul. One beautiful thing about mm-hmm. the big awards is that there's opportunities to remain in touch with your cohort. You can come back this year if you would like. And nice. um, yeah, there's there's just other ways to keep in contact. I mean, obviously, you know, you mentioned your colleague that was there and you can mm-hmm. share that experience with some of the future jurors as well. How do you, this is interesting, like keeping the community of your cohort together. Cause you, we went through this exercise together, this learning experience, we grew together. Now, like, can you illuminate some of the ways that we can connect and how we can do that? And then also for future cohorts, like, I think that's so important creating these communities. So like, what are some advice, best practices? What are you guys offering for us to do so? I love that question. Well, first and foremost, we have a LinkedIn community for Campaign US, and I feel nice. as though you should join that if you I'm haven't right already. Now. Yes. And, um, you know, I will say I had tried to create a Discord. We might need to revive that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the ways to keep in touch is to create some of these forums. I mean, I, I'm open to advice, too. If Discord's not the platform where you're on, we can try Slack. We can try GroupMe. We can try Telegram. Is that that's what it's called, right? Telegram? Yeah. Is that a thing? Uh, I, I I like LinkedIn groups personally. Um, maybe I'm that old Gen Zer, but <laughs> I, I'm always on LinkedIn. I think that that really helps too. Shoot, I think Campaign so US is on Threads now too. So heck yeah, yeah. Follow us on Threads. <laughs> yeah. I guess as a as a sort of final question, just curious, what are you looking forward to this year for the big awards? You know, if there's anything that you would like to see submitted or or just you're anticipating yeah so we're looking at Hava chicago right now we'll be submitting some awards that i'll we'll, i'll tease at you for now um i'm excited for people for everybody out there that's applying to be a juror and I, that's where my true excitement comes in realistically um i understand that agencies are submitting like these similar awards all over the place but what excites me the most is the entry-level talent. I believe it's five years or less in the in- industry. Is that correct? About, yep. That's the parameter. I'm excited for them to apply, to get in the room, to have those conversations like I had, like Mariana had. So that, that to me, like you, that's where the real value comes in for these, for these folks. So I'm excited for them. Yeah. I'm excited to meet everyone in person. Uh, mm-hmm. Shameless plug. We're going to be celebrating the winners on November 15th in New York. So start booking your travel. But nice. before that, you have to submit your work. And the deadline is right. August 3rd. So you have time. Talk to us if you need more time. But uh, submit your work. We're going to be in New York, like I said, celebrating. Um, we launched the big awards in 2021. So it's still pretty new. And, you know, we're excited to build this cohort, meet more people and like I said, I'm open to suggestions for keeping the community alive. Yeah, we'll talk about that for sure. Yeah. I think, and I want to help like 
promote it on my end as well. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be there with you. Well, one of the ways that we can start promoting is we will push out this podcast episode and you can share on your social platforms. Wonderful. That kind of concludes my questions for you, Gino. Thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us and for playing some games with me and chatting about pop culture and all the things that are happening in creativity right now. It was great to meet you. It's great to meet you as well. And thank you so much. I, I, I think this is a fantastic opportunity for everybody. So big awards, be a juror, apply, nominate, and uh, get those submissions in those for all the agency leaders out there. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing the work. Heck yeah. That's all the time we have for this week. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Campaign Chemistry on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.